Welcome to Bob. We are just two brothers with beards who enjoy good conversation, coffee, and debating the great mysteries of the world. This includes, but is not limited to, politics, aliens, reality, human control, and manipulation through many outlets. Are you sure your reality is real? Are you sure what you believe to be truth is true? Will we be a multi-planet species soon? Will AI rule the world in the next 10 years? Will we be able to live through our consciousness being downloaded for hundreds of years to come? Are we already part cyborg and unaware? These, among many other things, will be discussed with a lighthearted and open-minded process that focuses on facts when they are there. Obviously, with the fringe topics, there will be many hypotheses and facts where possible. Proceed with caution. You may not be able to handle the truth. What's happening, friends? Welcome to Bob. My name is William. I'm joined with my uh, brother. It's uh, Micah. Yeah, he does have a name. We allowed uh, parents that allowed him to have a name, so we're excited about that. Um, we are excited to be shooting our first episode finally, and uh, excited if you're joining us. Just want to lay out a couple basic rules for what Bob is about, and uh, what rules we're going to operate off of going forward in future episodes. Um, so to kind of cover that quickly, if you're on our Facebook page, first of all, thank you. Um, we really appreciate the support that way. And some of this is already listed on there, but when you have a disagreement, uh, we have some rules basically that need to kind of be evaluated. Um, if you look it up, I believe they're called, is it called the rules of logic on there? Is that correct? I don't think it has set name. Yeah, here it is. It, the, the 10 commandments of logic. Um, so basically, and they're very important. I can read them to you all now if you want all 10 of them. Do you want to hear all 10 of them right now? Go for it. Okay. <laughs> you can look them up on there if you'd like, but basically in a nutshell, it's going to be, uh, thou shall not attack a person's character, but the argument. So that's pretty straightforward. That is an issue, I think, in our current culture. Yeah, most people just go for personal attack if you if you can't win the argument. Someone right. presents something to you and you don't have a response to it, then you just go after them as a person, tell them that they're some type of terrible person for believing what they believe. And yeah, uh, it's, and I'd it definitely, I'd like it, to personally think that I really implement all these rules, but the more I read over it, the more I'm like, I, I probably have some work to do myself. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely guilty of, of breaking some of those for rules. Sure. For sure. The second one being, thou shalt not misrepresent or exaggerate a person's argument in order to make it easier to attack. That's an important one. Thou shalt not use small numbers to represent the all. Again, um, we've all done this, but this is some of the stuff we're going to be dealing with and using when we're working out issues on the show. We'd like to use this as our, I guess you could say like a baseline for what we're using for rules of measurement. Um, thou shalt not argue thy position by assuming one of its premises is true. So now that one I really like because that's going to also implement the idea of the black swan theory, which we'll get onto that in a second here. Thou shalt not claim that because something occurred before, it must be the cause. Um, thou shalt not reduce the argument down to two possibilities. That one's an interesting one. 
Thou shalt not argue that because of ignorance or a claim must be true or false. Did I read that wrong? Thou shalt not argue that because of our ignorance, a claim must be true or false. Hmm. It's interesting. Thou shalt not lay the burden of proof onto him that is questioning the claim. So that is an interesting one right there too. So if somebody questions you, basically the burden of proof is going to be on you. So if you're, if you're saying something's true, it's kind of going to be up to you to be able to provide the facts. You can't just Say, well, right, you, you can't, know, you can't, you can't say you need to prove that I'm wrong. Right. It's more of a, I need to prove that I'm right. Correct. Uh, last two here, thou shalt not assume this follows that when there is no logical connection. Um, thou shalt not argue that because a premise is popular, therefore it must be true. Uh, the bandwagon philosophy. Um, again, that's going to be on our Facebook page. It'll be in our pictures. So you can, uh, look that up. And uh, we also have a Twitter account, correct? So you set up a Twitter? Yep, yep sure did. The Twitter is uh, at Band of Beards Bro. Um, so it's not it's not long enough to include the full name. And we might change it to Bob eventually. Um, but I didn't like the look of just Bob at the time. So uh, we made it Band of Beards Bro um, mm-hmm. on Twitter. And then Facebook is obviously just Bob. Um, you can look that up and, and follow us. We really appreciate it. Yeah. We, and truly, when you go on, you'll be able to find this podcast uh, really on any platform that you subscribe podcasts from. So whether it be Spotify, uh, you know, iHeartRadio, iTunes, um, Pandora, any of those. But please do us a favor. It's extremely important. If you can, please, please rate us. It, it, it will help more than you know. Um, and again, going back to this, we should think – we think everyone that has joined so far, we, we got, I feel way more people joined our Facebook group than I was even expecting. For sure. I mean, I was expecting like maybe 15, yeah. 20. And I believe I think we're know, like last one, night we were at one twenty. I think I checked today. This afternoon was like one twenty five. Um, yep. It is one twenty five. So, right. And, and this is going to be a great way for you guys to interface with us and to get feedback and then also post interesting topics that maybe we bring up here on the podcast or things that we didn't know about, you know? So we really do need to thank two people in particular, though, we, that we do not forget this. Uh, and that would be our wives. Uh, they have yeah, absolutely they have really dealt with a lot. Um, the last, what would you say? Oh, I mean, we've had this stuff down here and kind of been planning doing this podcast for the last at least two months. Yeah, but I would say the last the two, last three month, weeks, the month, sure. we've been it's really been on pretty, it. Yeah, it's been kind of bad. Um it's, it's, it's consumed quite a bit of time. Yeah. A lot of time. (laughs) So we, I, ladies, we thank you very much. Uh, we appreciate you guys putting up with us and, uh, we love you. So thank you very much. Um, getting started here though, again, since our podcast is about human control and manipulation, um, that is going to be our topic for today. We have a lot of other topics we really want to dig into. I know personally myself, um, I'm much more in the aspect of things that can't, necessarily be proved with science right now or factually based, you know, aliens, AI, colonization of Mars, things like that. They're, they're more the fringe, I guess you could say. Um, for sure, a couple of conspiracy theories here and there. Um, so we are, those are things we're going to get to in the future, but today's episode will mainly be dealing with um, human control and manipulation. I guess it would be fair to mention too, before we go too much farther, um, the three truths and the black swan theory, since that kind of, that does matter within our show. The black swan theory basically stated that back in England, 
there nobody thought black swans existed, right? So if we're dealing with the idea, imagine the swan being a thought or an idea. If basically what happens because nobody had ever seen it, they said, well, it doesn't exist. And so this guy knew the black swans existed, says, hey, no one exists. And then the guy was like, to his credit, was basically like, well, I don't believe they exist, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try and get your mindset. I'm going to try and I believe in what I've said so much that I'm going to take your argument and try to almost disprove what I've said. And in doing that, he ended up proving that, well, black swans do exist. It also states, too, if you look it up in the dictionary, it does say that it's like a, an unpredictable catastrophic event. Uh, I don't know why it's listed as that. So it listed 9-11 as one of the things that falls under the category of a black swan event. Basically, something that you couldn't see coming is basically what it says. But we're using it for in this podcast, or what I want to use it for, is the idea when someone states their opinion on a matter, maybe instead of just trying to have this cancel culture or just cancel them right out, not saying that they're wrong, not saying that you have to agree with them, right? Because they could very, they could definitely be wrong, but at least take the time to try and understand. Because if, if, if they are wrong and all you're doing is going, hey, you're an idiot, how are you going to help? There's no point where you can help kind of maybe educate them. They might just be ignorant right. on a matter, if you, right? If you just if you if you go immediately to to the whole like you're wrong, and and you start arguing with someone without actually at least hearing them out, and then you know they might they might bring up a valid point that you didn't think of right. that could could change your mind, or you know if if they do speak their mind to you, and you're like, well, I can I can prove that what you said is wrong, and here's why. You know, then it definitely can it can open that up to to much more of a friendly conversation than just what we we see in most circumstances yeah. nowadays, where it's just like you shout the other guy down mm -hmm. and you just don't have to listen. And I, I would say in that in that instance too, when we kind of deal with when you have a disagreement, if I think it's important to state that there is kind of a difference between you and I have talked about this before between idiot being I'm sorry being ignorant. And then being stupid. Um, I, I, when you choose, so basically, if you take stupidity, if you're shown how to do something and you know that you know how to do it, and someone's shown you how to do it five, six times in a row and you've got it down pat and then you're still doing it wrong, now you've made a conscious choice to, to make a stupid decision. It's the lack of the ability to retain knowledge and then apply it. Well, I mean, it, it could also include someone who's just not capable of learning. Correct. But I guess what I'm that, saying that is. would also classify under that. that right. Level. But what I'm saying. You, you, knew, you, you knew how to do it. Mm -hmm. you, you did it correctly by yourself multiple times. Yeah. And then later on, you're still doing it wrong. It's because you, you've lost that right. that track or, or whatever is keeping you on that path. Right. And, I, I think that would that would still awesome. Well, I guess what I'm saying is that I, when we're having a disagreement with someone, let, let's always try to remember maybe they're ignorant. Let's like let's not jump to straight to well you're just stupid because that's usually what comes out of your mouth or you know out of people's mouths with somebody else. You know maybe that's the first thing that we kind of tend to say or we hear said to us where you're just being stupid. Maybe it's ignorance, which is just the lack of knowledge. So it doesn't mean they're even stupid. It they could just be a lack never, of knowledge, or it could be, could mis, be both, right? You know, you know, misunderstanding. You could have wrong information, right? And then you know, I, I would say misinformation is a is a big yeah. is a big thing in in being ignorant about something. Well, mainly with with this show, I guess after kind of hitting those as a bullet points for what we're going to be doing here on Bob, um, I think the main thing that we're going to have to remember here with Bob is that have an open mind with critical thinking to go along. 
So be open to talk about things, but then like critically evaluate that. And in doing that, you mentioned bringing up, you know, like the three truths, which is we posted that as well, which is an objective truth, which is a truth no matter we want it to be true or not. It's the truth, right? So the laws of gravity or physics and all those, those are truths, whether you want to believe in them or not. You can say, well, I don't believe in gravity. Well, gravity exists. So what are you going to do? Then you got your, um, what is called a personal truth which falls in the area of like, I believe personally that's like ideology and kind of like an opinion, religion opinions. Yeah. Something it's a personal necessarily backed up by factual evidence. Right. It's, it's kind of times a learned behavior too. It's just, it's just personal to you. So, and then you got your political, what they call a political uh, truth, which is a truth that is, and they just say political, but it, what it means is that any truth that's rammed down your throat, whether it's true or not, which really leads us into what we were talking about on the show and what we're going to get into, which is misinformation, manipulation, and controlling people with basically just straight lying. I mean, in some instances we've seen where it's it's been a flat-out lie. So um, some people might question, well, you really think that that's going on here in the USA? Do you really think, as far as we've come, through all the things we've gone through throughout our history, do you really think, I'm asking you, do you think that the government affects us? Do you think that they're actually messing with us? Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's, there's any question there. And I think history would show that as well. Um, it's just, it's it's the nature of the beast. I guess, and to be fair, I shouldn't say the government, right? That's pretty, that's too broad. broad. Yeah, it's yeah, way too pretty broad. So we do it a lot of times too, right? That we we, we kind of classify something as whatever it is and it's just, we you know, huge stroke like yeah. the government. Yeah, I, I don't think the government as a whole is really that way. So, I mean, the government includes your, your, your representatives for your state, you know, your governors, your, your senators, um, right down to your mayors. I mean, technically they're all government officials. Right. Um, I don't think everyone is out there like, Hey, we need to, we need to, you know, stick it to the, to the populace. But there are definitely some bad players out there that absolutely mean harm. And a lot of times it's someone that's in a high position of power and that's that kind of what can we, actually do something what we really wanted to focus here i know you and i have dealt or talked many conversations late nights before um so we decided to bring it to bob which is uh dealing with the deep state or elites um and how that's been affected uh i know the particular subject we're going to cover tonight is do, 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 do you have it pulled up there it is the MK Ultra, correct? Is that what you wanted to hit on a little uh, bit? MK Ultra would be one one example. Um, so this is now to be clear, this is something that somebody can look up, right? These are released documents from our own government, right? This isn't some yep. conspiracy theory. This isn't just somebody, you know, leading with false information. This is stuff that can be looked up and is factually based, correct? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to be clear. So we can post a link to this with this podcast on the on the uh, Facebook page. Um. We have some I links. Mean, I, I could, I could, I could, I, and you can, I mean, you could look it up yourself. Yeah. I, if, if, if you guys like, I could certainly, I could find some sources and I can put it out there. Um, but MK Ultra is not something that's really hidden anymore. Um, I mean, it, it was, it was hidden pretty much completely up until 2001 where they actually declassified some of the files. And then a lot of, a lot more files got declassified actually just as recently as 2018. So really, and what yeah, time frame, definitely. if you don't mind me asking, did this take place then? So it was, it was it actually started in 53. Um, so it was actually a, uh, it was, it was, it was influenced mostly by world war two. Okay. Um, with 
all of the experiments and everything that happened in Germany with, uh, you know, in, in case you, in case people are unaware, um, so uh, the concentration camps and whatnot that that included Jews and all sorts of different people that that the Germans felt were inferior to themselves. So yeah, I'm not gonna and... not gonna name them all because there was a lot of people besides the Jews. Um, but there was a lot of a lot of individuals that they they would do experiments on because they seen them as less than human, basically. So they tried all sorts of experiments, and you know, a, a lot of that focused around uh, mind control. And, um, so after World War II ended and Germany surrendered, uh, the Russians and the United States, and I'm sure Great Britain was involved in it as well. Um, but I don't know that off the top of my head. So I'd have to look that up to, to really say for sure. But basically we swallowed up all of the German scientists that had been experimenting Mm -hmm. on all these people. Um, and we, got into a battle because we assumed that Russia was going to develop mind control to start infiltrating, you know, us and putting like uh, sleeper agents, that kind of stuff, um, into our country. So they decided that they wanted to basically try to beat them to the punch. Um, so it was, was started by a, uh, gentleman by the name Sidney, I can't, I'm gonna butcher his last name. So Sydney, uh, it's got <laughs> Gottlieb. Hmm. I'm I'm gonna say it's an odd an odd last and name. And he was what? Uh, he was uh the project head. Um, I don't specifically know who he was. Um, but he kind of was the guy that came up with the idea. So he wasn't in the government, I guess what I'm asking. Was he working in the government or was he just some guy who was like, hey, we need to get into mind control. (laughs) Uh, I just know that I'm just using MK Ultra as as an example of of what's happened in the past. And, and, you know, it's you'd be you'd be kind of crazy to not think that it could happen now. Um, But basically, he came up with the idea of doing it. And then the director of the CIA at the time, uh, uh, a guy named Alan Dules. Um, actually put the order out to start it on April 13th of 1953. So basically MK ultra consisted of doing experiments and it actually was not only restricted to United States citizens it actually included Canadian citizens as well. But the U S was conducting it. The CIA was Oh, the CIA it. specifically. Yes. Okay. So the CIA was involved in it. It actually included 80 different institutions that were involved in it. So that was uh, colleges, universities, prisons, hospitals, um, pharmaceuticals. So what these guys went to them and basically said, hey, we're going to be we're going to start working on mind control and we want you to feed people to us or like, like what was the uh, it was it was basically the the CIA decided that this is well, the director decided that this is what we were, what we were going to do. We were going to look into being able to control people's minds. So screw their rights as a person, right? Yeah. Basically, in a nutshell. Zero craps about rights. Uh, zero craps about the law. Tons of laws were broken. Um, so tons of tons of people were drugged and experimented on um, unknowingly and, and um, without any sort of consent involved. That's um, that's it's really. Cra- I mean, I know when we talk about this stuff, we we're just talking about it right now, right? Like you and I are just sitting here talking about it, like you know. But then if you if you kind of stop and you start to process that information of like, no, like really think about that. It didn't matter 
your political point of view. It didn't matter who or what you were. Were they targeting specifically any? No, uh, know, no, I don't think so. It was it was just based on, you know, I guess uh, opportunity. Yeah, because you were telling me, if I'm not incorrect here, that like if somebody would go to a doctor if they were dealing with like depression or possibly feeling. I think the one you said specifically, the one lady was just anxiety. Oh, she had anxiety. She had had high anxiety, and they diagnosed her as a schizophrenic, um, so that they could institutionalize her, and they actually put her under. um, If I if I if I'm remembering it correctly, she was put into a medical induced coma for. Uh, at least three to four weeks. Um, and during that time period, they, um, basically shocked her brain until she couldn't remember anything. Uh, and they did this, not, they did this to multiple people. Um, she actually lived through it. Um, she was, she was getting, you know, her family got her back. She had no idea who they were when she got back to them. Um, but, but they did this to, to multiple people. So they would basically, use electrotherapy to erase the individual more or less. And then they would, uh, they, they usually woke them up between trying to program them and mm-hmm. erasing them. So they would erase everything that they were as an individual. And then they would wake them up just to make sure that they, they were, you know, they, they didn't know who they were. They didn't know anything. And then they would, Re, uh, redo the the coma. Oh, and then they would they would sit there and they would put like uh, headphones or something on them and play whatever they wanted to make this person believe is their life. Like the one guy they they set they they put a message on that basically convinced him that he had killed his mother. So when he woke up, that's you know, that was, that was his truth. Like he heard it so many times in his subconscious that it just became reality for him. Right. So they not only did that, they experimented with electrotherapy, hypnosis, um, some of the drugs that they used, um, would be LSD, heroin, morphine. Um, there was a few others on there. They also, um, experimented with putting people into isolation, uh, verbal sexual abuse, and then they also had other various forms of torture that they used. Now, does to- it say how long that this ran? Like, how long was this program running? Yep. So it, it started in, as I said, fifty three, uh, April fifty three. Um, it was reduced a little bit in sixty four, and further reduced in sixty seven, uh, and then it actually 67. was yeah. So it, it ran for a long time, uh, and it actually did not completely stop until seventy three. So for twenty years, two yep. decades, yep, two That's decades. Insane. They they ran <clears throat> experiments on unwitting and unknowing. But people were being compensated, obviously, right? So yeah. that's the thing. It, what I'm saying is not not not, not the people being messed with, not be the ones that are being experimented on. But though there had to be somebody for the, a doctor to just deem somebody as being psychotic or something. Did they were they compensating them, or like was there some sort of the the people that were were actually conducting the experiments? Yes. They were, they were being compensated. Uh, I don't know what their actual, like what, what everyone's salary was, but I, I do know the one doctor was compensated. Um, uh, I can't remember what the, I think it's like break out to like 600,000. It was about $600,000 in today's money, yeah. but I don't remember what it was, 
But still, that's, the that's the point is, you know, some people say when they when you when you bring up this idea of we say, hey, we we've got to understand that our government, you know, like the old saying, I love my country, fear my government. We, you know, people, you start, when you say stuff like this, sometimes they get really defensive and they're like, man, you're just being crazy. You're just you're getting too deep on this stuff. They're here to help. You're You're out of your mind. No, there is there is enough there when there's, you pay people yeah, money. Definitely. There are massive rings that are set up. And here's the thing, in my mind, when I think about it, when I hear this, and I see this, is, this is, these are facts we cannot deny. That, that tells you, all right, so for 20 years that went on, was there any, and I, and I don't know if you know this off the top of your head, was there any um, repercussions to those that were performing these experiments? Uh, not that I know of. Um, I know that in uh, 73, there were some investigations launched into it. Um, and I, I'd have to look it up, but um, I, I don't. I don't know off the top of my head. Um, I know. I know that there were some investigations launched, but the CIA director at the time, I believe, his name was Harris, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So the the point being, though, there wasn't there wasn't some massive ring of people caught up and then just put in prison. There wasn't this huge crackdown. No, of, it was uh, Helms actually, oh, director Helms. Helms um, he actually ordered all of the a lot of files apparently not all of them because they do have declassified files now but uh, he did order for for the files to be destroyed in 73 and they actually ended a, an investigation in 75 now i'm not sure what actually resulted in that if anybody actually got prosecuted or anything like to that, that i have to yeah we'd have to look that up well I, what i think is sure. interesting about that though is that now here's the thing you know, at this point in time, at this point in time, excuse me, we were deep in the Cold War, right? Let's say in the mid '60s and '70s, we were—you could one could say that we were at the height of the Cold War. Um, Russia was definitely um, messing with its people. They were the government was definitely controlling things. There was not a democracy. There was pretty much a, a dictatorship at that point in time. And if you didn't get in line with what they were putting out there. They straight up showed at your house, you know, three in the morning and you got hauled off in a, a band or what do they call the old paddy wagon or whatever. They would haul you away. And if you were lucky, maybe you reappeared in three months and then you didn't step out of line again. Well, that's why a lot of a lot of people even even nowadays would will make jokes about salt mines and stuff. Yeah. That, people that, definitely <laughs> did get sent to the salt mines for you know it, and that was if you were lucky. Come, come, sure. old, you'll come dig salt. You know? I'm just saying. <laughs> it's all I'm saying is is it's kind of crazy that they were in your face. The United States, in this instance, was in her face, but they were like better. They had to be better than Russia. Everybody knew what Russia was doing. And I don't think that everybody knew that the USA was doing well, this, Well, no, like right? I said, this didn't, this didn't come out until uh, until 73, 75 mm -hmm. at all. And I, then nothing was actually declassified till after 2000. So it's... I have to say, we're probably one of the best... When you talk about deep state, the people that are operating those operations or the elites, they're probably some of the best ever in the world at deception as far as uh, sleight of hand where it's look over there. Well, this right. is happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because clearly at that time we were putting all Russia. We we're no Russia, Russia, Russia. And we were sitting here doing the same exact thing. If maybe not even some might say at least as worse, you know, as bad. I mean, as bad as they were doing, we were doing it here. If maybe not even a tiny bit worse. Um, I, I just think that you can't sit here and say that that all just ended in 75. I'm sorry, 73. Right, yeah, yeah it, it, it would be crazy to think that, that anybody that had ill intentions are just 
they're gone. They don't exist anymore. Yeah. Um, that's, that's just, and I think what was interesting, what, that would be an ignorant, you know, for argument. sure. And I think what really caught my attention about that story, um, when you were talking there, you said that how they would sit there and they would play on their headsets repeatedly. That's just the subconscious yeah, and, and, and when I say repeatedly, I, I do mean, I mean like weeks at a time. Right. It would be a, a, you know, a message or two just repeatedly drilled into their mm -hmm. subconscious until it was something that they just, they thought was reality. Now, would you, would you say it's a fair assessment to almost say that in some ways that is what's taking place currently with mainstream media and popular um, online platforms such as, hate to call them out, but Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, there's this almost creation of an echo chamber and there's algorithms that study you as a person and know what you're into and what you're not into. And they basically just create a massive echo chamber. So you think like you, you can think that whatever it is that's upsetting you, whether it be climate change, whether it be, uh, it could be anything. Let's pick something silly. Like the fact that there's not enough sweet potato fries. I don't know. They will find things that will links that will make it look like this is a world issue. Like the world is fired up on the fact that there's a shortage of sweet potato fries. Well, you know I mean, what I mean? If, I just, if you go to like Google and, mm -hmm. and you, it's search engine, right? So it is. They, they, their whole, their whole way of making money is, is gathering your information and be able to sell it to people that want to sell you stuff. Absolutely. Right. So that's how they make their money. Um, so it, it would make sense that if you search something, they're going to throw a whole bunch of crap at you about it. Right. Because they want you. Because we've all it. joked about this. Like, let's take it to right now, you and your living room or whoever's listening to us right now. I'm sure you've had the conversation with your friends before, like, where you joke. You're like, oh, man, you know, we talked about something and then it popped up as a Facebook ad for me. Yeah, it's not a joke. That's that's a real yeah, it's, thing. It's, that's, it's, it legitimately happens. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, as we've even there's stuff like Alexa has mm -hmm. actually been used in the court three. of law. I don't know why. Wait, what? I don't have any. There's actual recordings from Alexa that have been used in a court of law. So it was just listening. It was just listening. Because I have seen Remind will kick on the little blue light, you know, comes on. And maybe sometimes because you say Alexa or whatever. But I have caught sometimes where we didn't say Alexa I, or whatever. It need just comes on. It, it records at all times. Right. Which is what. that's the only way that it will be able to tell if you say Alexa. I mean, it is. That is true, right? It's always it listening. It records at all times. Now, they did say that one way you can get on this is that you should unplug it from the wall, correct? That is the only way we know we killed a source, theoretically. Sure. Uh, you should be able to, I, I right? Doubt, it's, yeah, it's not I, I battery it powered. Has, I doubt it has an internal battery. Right. Um, so, yes, if it doesn't have power, then it would be very, very hard for it to record right. you. Um, but it, it's just. I personally, I I know my phone probably records everything I yeah. say. Yeah, both of our phones are sitting here but, right now. Uh, so, yeah. uh, Big yeah. Brother's probably listening. Uh, well, I mean, How's we're, gonna, going, we're guys? about to post it for everyone to hear. So yeah, that's does it, true. Does it really matter at this point? No. Um, but I mean, it it does legitimately happen, and it, yeah, it is something that if you really think about it, it's pretty it's pretty scary. Um, I mean, it, especially since you have like they have they have. Basically, every bit of your information. They have family trees. They yep. have whether or not you're pregnant. They have what you've been searching, what you've been looking at, what you've been watching. I mean, they, they have it, just it, about every stitch of information. And what's funny is of. how this all kind of started was through fear. Okay. Again, anytime we make 
kind of a bad decision sometimes. It's through unrational fears sometimes. And if you get the chance, I'm sure you've heard of him. Um, a little guy who has a podcast called Joe Rogan. Uh, you guys may or may not have heard of him. And that is a uh, insert some sarcasm there. He had an episode where he actually interviewed Edward Snowden. I didn't know a whole lot about him until I listened to that episode. I knew about him as the idea of that he was the enemy of the state. He was a traitor. But if you actually go and listen to that episode, it's a long episode. It's a little boring in some aspects because what he's talking about is kind of boring. And that's why nobody paid attention. But that after 9-11, when we were pushing all the information is, hey, we're going to track terrorists. And they started passing bills through um, – Congress and the Senate, when they should have had like 438 total votes, only five total votes put it through. Dick Cheney being the one who kind of led the charge on that. And this isn't, I want you to be clear on this, just hear, hear me say a name. This isn't me pushing right or left at the core of who and what I am. It always should be we the people. That is my core message. I, I don't care whether you're on the left or on the right. Do not forget that we as a human being and you as a human being matter. And, but my point being they push this through on the the pretenses that we're we're tracking terrorists, right? And then it just snowballed. I would and I then would they, like to just interject. Yeah, a, go ahead. A quick quote. Go for it. By Benjamin Franklin: "Those who would give up an essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty or safety." Mm. I personally mm. cannot think of a better quote for modern day politics yes it's let's we can give up we can give up this right and we can give up this right because it'll protect us uh it's just it's not the case when you you start giving up your rights far as privacy Mm -hmm. you you allow an alexa into your house they have i feel personally attacked there (laughs) a little triggered well they have every right you've given them permission and you have removed your Basically, essentially, you've removed your Fifth Amendment. Yeah. You no and, and longer have that right. Here's how they got around it, too. Because, And again, you got to go listen to that episode. It's on the Joe Rogan experience. Uh, I don't remember the episode number off the top of my head. I apologize. But if you just type in Edward Snowden, Joe Rogan, it'll pull up the episode number for you. He talked about um, basically when you when Google and all these major online uh, corporations got together, they said, hey, we're going to. Like when you just say, I need to go, I'm trying to get to where I'm trying to go, my Google Maps, and you are agreeing to its terms of service. Have you ever tried to read the terms of service? It's uh, insane. No, I, I actually no. started trying to yeah, after the episode crazy. even, and it's, so it's insane. Long. I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to get where I'm trying to go. Yes, I agree. But when you do that, you are you now have, bound. Yeah, you have no idea now they say, well, you've agreed, to, yeah. and they can track anything and everything. And it's that's where there is an infringement on our rights, whether they want to deal with it or not. And it is an issue. And it's upsetting because, like you said, it's it's that slow fade. It's not going to be something where it's overnight. It's just the slow fade of continually breaking down little bit by little bit. Um, I apologize. I think you got the... Uh, uh, yep. Anybody that's interested in actually going to watch that uh, episode of Joe Rogan, uh, it's episode 1368. And that is a, like I said, not knocking Joe or any of those guys. It was a great episode. Um, not maybe as exciting as some of his other episodes. Well worth the listen, though. Like, well worth it. Because it really puts it in perspective of how through, again, whether it's internal or external, when a fear is created, when a situation creates fear and rallies the people, things, bad things usually get put through. And it's just, 
it's upsetting when you look at the grand scheme of things. So, um, I, I would like to hit on uh, what you were saying. Though, sorry, we got off track there a little bit for a second. We were talking about um, them constantly playing a, like you said, just nonstop in their subconscious music or whatever it was they were trying to program them with. We're kind of trying to link that to is what's going on right now currently. Um, whether it be the political platforms or whatever you're into, there is an assess like uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? I apologize. The constant badgering of whatever their opinion is beating you over the head um whether it be through you know like i here's what i'll say i believe that there is a lot of i would use the word distracting controlling and manipulation excuse me as much as i love sports through sports um entertainment and uh when i say entertainment that's very broad but like hollywood a lot of the major uh artists that whole like we get so caught up on those things that are not important that it takes away from what's really important. They want us to focus on, and I love football and stuff, but like, and the great at the end of the day, that doesn't matter to that doesn't directly matter to my family. So why does it matter to me so much, or why am I told that it should matter to me so much? Why why does it matter what movie just came out? Does it really really affect me? But yet we can get so fired up over it if it if it hurts our feelings. Um, you know, like it's this this whole way that the system, in my opinion, is kind of set up to make us more concerned about things that don't really matter versus what really is going on yeah. and what really should it's, matter. It's exactly what we were just talking about, the whole sleight of hand. It's You distract somebody with something that, that's not really important. And, I mean, if you look you look at the culture, people people lose their minds when a movie comes out that doesn't have enough... Here we go. Uh, <laughs> doesn't have enough cultured people will say yeah um and people literally will lose their minds uh for just just out of uh just to add a, a little bit of, of context to what i'm talking about so you may or may not have heard of a show um called the mandalorian that Disney Plus yeah. came out with. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, Thank you. I was. I was as well. I actually, I've watched uh, right now. They're up to season, I haven't seen or, uh, episode a, a, episode six. six. I haven't seen it. Yet. Um, I, I have watched all. I do think episodes, these last couple episodes were. <laughs> I don't know. They were iffy, but the yeah. first several episodes I actually enjoyed. This is um, the way. <laughs> <laughs> so when that episode, the first episode was released, people legitimately were upset and demanding a boycott on Disney because a female character did not speak for the first 18 minutes of the episode. That so, is that is one of those things where I listen. You can have you can have like a mixture of inclusion, what, whatever include, but it's, it's a show. Watch yeah. it for the purposes that it was made mm -hmm. for entertainment. You do not have to dissect it into every fine detail as to why they may not have included a female character speaking for the first 18 minutes. Yeah. If you do that, you are going to end up with garbage movies and television shows produced at mass and what's weird about that i'm so keep continue with your point actually i'm sorry i just i, I continue with what you're saying and i'll interject my last point on that 
if if you if you continuously push this this narrative if if you if you don't make a movie or a show that can include every single little group minority whatever you want to call them and the filmmaker has to take all of this into account and they have to think of, well, am I going to offend this person? Am I going to offend this person? Am I going to offend that person? Am I going to offend this person? And they got to, this is a huge portion of their time now spent on this instead of just making a good show or movie. That's, it's counterproductive to make, sure. make a good show. If you have to be so worried about how it's going to affect someone's emotional state. Yeah. We should be able to, and that's the thing, you and I should be able to, you and I don't agree on everything. We have different, um, I don't know so much our ideology that disagrees so much, but like politically speaking and just on other things in areas of life, we have disagreements. But that doesn't mean that I hate you as a person. That doesn't mean that you have to bend to my will because that's what people I think have forgotten is that, look, it, you and I can have different opinions and we can still work together. Okay, now I've been seeing this a lot lately too, and I, granted, this is where you come to Facebook and stuff, and it's like, geez, because sometimes every day you go on there and it's like, it's just, it's it's a whitewash of just negative uh, is the best way I can put it because you're getting where that like I, I just seen not that long ago somebody posted it said you know I'm really getting tired of hearing we can have different opinions and agree and then they restated no we cannot we cannot if we have different opinions why now again there are let's be reasonable if someone has some god awful opinion that like pedophilia is okay. I'm sorry. If you don't like me now, just because I said pedophilia is not okay, that's okay. Good for you. Power to you. But I, that is, that should not be an issue. You know uh, what I, mean? I don't, I don't, I disagree with that. I, no, I mean, if you're going to say power to you. No, if, if, yeah, I guess if I just said power think, to you. If that's you think true. that me telling you that a pedophile is okay. I, let, me, let, me, let me, a pedophile that doesn't act on their mm -hmm. drive is one thing, you know, I, I, you may not be able to help it, yeah. but you do not act on that, right? right? You know that that is wrong. You have a moral compass. A pedophile that acts, say, what I'm saying Jeffrey is Epstein. <laughs> I, didn't, I did not understand why people would, were posting that at <sighs> first until I actually looked into it. Looked into it more? Yeah. But at, the, at that time, I was like, yeah, he's dead. I'm glad. I'm mm -hmm. glad someone killed that dude. Like, Well, he killed himself, supposedly. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. With the non-ripping sheets. There, inside yourself. Can. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, well, I guess what I'm saying is I messed up, but I did say power to you. What I'm trying to say is that if I say that statement of like, you know, there should be some basic things we should all agree on, like pedophilia, raping, and killing, those should be some basic things that all human beings should agree are wrong. We shouldn't right. have to sit there and low. Well, I got to include your opinion on this and see how you feel about it. Right. I, I just, I just, the only thing I was trying to interject there was that I know that this is. More or less your podcast, but I'm going to go ahead and say this because I feel like we probably no, no, agree no. on this. No, no, no. It is the band of bearded brothers. Yes. <laughs> it is not the band of bearded dude, bro. Okay. It's brothers. Well, then I'm going to take the liberty to say this. Please do. If, if you find offense in one of us calling out that pedophilia is not okay and should be punished then you do not need to listen to this podcast. Yeah. There's a, you uh, need to find another podcast. Yeah. We have a, there is a picture I'm going to post. It's a, a butthurt report. You can fill this out and submit it, highlight it. Perfect little colors. It's got all kinds of categories you can select from on there. Uh, I'm going to post it anyways, just for the fun of it. Cause I think it will be fun to get some of these back. But yeah, I, I couldn't agree more when we're, when we're dealing with that specific topic, 
I am open-minded to almost everything, but I said that I have drawn the line in the sand on that. Like I said, I like I cannot sit down and try to have an open-minded conversation with, with someone yeah, who's there's, actively there's, supporting yeah, there's, there's it. There's no there's no inch to give there. No, there shouldn't be. And this and the and the, the sad thing is is there has as of late there seems to be this like small slip where we're like, well, let's just you know, maybe, like yeah, you no, even said no, like I, there's I've actually seen I've seen <clears> conferences <throat> where they try to to push us off as this is this should be treated as like you even hit on like you a, did, a you, mental disorder. You did say there, and clearly there is right. There's some sort of an issue. Sure, but they're they're basically saying that we should accept these people and and think that there's nothing wrong with them. Yeah, we got no. that's that's in that's inaccurate. It there's, can be dealt with. That's why I say I will say we shouldn't just shove it off as you know. I think the old statement that we hear all the time: "Oh, they deserve a bullet in their head." I'm not taking it to that extent. Okay. If you're acting upon it, well, then now maybe that's a different topic. But what I'm saying is if, like, you stated a second ago, if you feel that you're having thoughts of that and you go to get help or try and figure out a way to deal with it, that's different. That's, yeah, that's absolutely That is very different. different because you're actually trying to stop that from happening. Right. You're not saying, I need to be accepted because I want to be with little children. Right. That's – No. We, I'm sorry. We, I do not need to accept your, you may think that way. I can't tell you how to think, but I am not going to support you in any way, shape or form. And I just saying that in most topics, I can still try and have an open conversation, but that one, I can't. And we probably, yeah, probably we, we could go all day that. on that one. So, so. <laughs> I'm sorry for interjecting that. I no, I, you're okay. Felt like I needed to. No, I, I agree with what you were saying. I, I'm trying to remember where we were at right before we got a little, a little, uh, we went off there for a second. Yeah, I got a little heated. Oh, uh, Star Wars and 18 minutes in. So with that, because you remember when the first uh, – not the first. I almost would have – I would have gotten smacked by so many people for saying this. When the – or if it was the seventh? The seventh Star Wars? Seven, eight, yeah, the seventh. Sorry, when the newest – I'm sorry. I, I still was yeah. to say. I was like, I'm not, I'm not trying not so stupid, but – Yeah, Six that came up bad. by George Lucas. Jeez. And the seventh was um, Anyways, the seventh one, when it came out, there was – so you talk about how like there was just that pushback on, well, no woman spoke for 18 minutes. There was some pushback on the fact that there was a black guy in there. Like that, to me, the fact that supposedly – now, here's what I was going to say with what you said about them saying that women got upset or that a group of people got upset or tried to boycott it. There was a group of people, supposedly a white, white supremacist, white power movement that were upset – that a black man was in their Star Wars. Well, here's here's the one but thing. Is it, I, I, hang on. I never heard anything about that. Let me just finish on it. But it, it did happen. What I'm saying is, though, you, you can go ahead and look it up if you want real quick. Well, we got a second. Well, I'll finish my statement. What I'm trying to say is how much of that bull crap right there is totally made up? How much of that bull crap is some people – deep state stuff that have people who just sit in a house with computers making fake accounts and pushing these ideas that no one is actually fired up about. Why would anybody be upset about whether a lady spoke in the first 18 minutes of Star Wars or not? If it continually to always happen or some person came out and it was an open bigot in that manner or sexist, I could understand but there's no way that the first time that aired someone within 18 minutes sat there with a with a timer and said, you know what? I just noticed no one, no lady spoke for 18 minutes. And then there was this movement of let's boycott. When anytime it seems that there seems to be this push for when different movies or anything comes out. And every once in a while you see these movements that are happening. They call them movements now. And you wonder how, why, where's this movement coming from? Because everybody else you talk to that you work with, or you maybe associate with says like, yeah, I don't really get it either. 
are we just all that out of the loop? Or is there a chance that something's trying to be pushed down our throat that gets us fired up? Because some of these movements, like the pedophilia thing we just had happen, or we were just talking about a second ago, is that a real movement? Is it really? Or is it something where you have the sleight of hand moment where it's like, we're going to give this to the people to fire them up because we know it's going to piss them off when while we're doing this in the background. So now we're fired up about this because why is this a movement? Who even cares? Because a lot of times these things that seem to be really super like, man, it really matters right now. Two months later, we're not even talking about it. It's like it just disappears, you know? So I, I just, I don't know. What do you feel that way? What is your thought? Or were you still looking at, I'm sorry. I, I, w- I, was, I was still trying to find... Um you didn't find this, anything this, on that? No, I, I did. Um, it looks like it was. It was. It was basically, a small group it was, of it was people. on Twitter. Yeah, it was. Now here, here's here's the thing: is some people can't take a joke, right? So it could have been someone who's so sick and tired of hearing constantly about. And I'm not defending if if this person's actually racist. I don't. I don't agree with being racist. Yeah. No. However, this is America. You're right. Yeah. I, you don't have a right to tell somebody how they should feel. Okay. That's just my opinion. And that is that gray area, right? That's a personal truth where it's like, well, it's a personal truth, you know. But that no, that's that's I'm not saying you're wrong. This is America, you should have the right of freedom of speech. You do Yeah, you shouldn't be opposing. That's that is the difference. There's a difference between stating and then opposing your will, trying to impose your speech on others. That but that that, that's kind of where that that problem comes is because if some if someone is deemed racist we can say immediately, well, now they no longer have a right to speak. Yeah. Um, and, and this is getting way political. I mean, this gets in that cancel culture, though. It does. Kamala Harris called for Trump's Twitter account to be banned because she felt he didn't have the right to freedom of speech. Yeah, I remember now, hearing about this. That, that's a perfect. This is someone who was running for president. She's not anymore, but she was running to be the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. And she was calling openly for someone else to lose their first amendment right and you might say well it's a private company or whatever but it's a it's a it's a platform that platform does not have a shouldn't have a right to decide what political ideology they want to support right it's a platform everyone should be able to post if you break their you know their terms then they should they should, yeah, they should they're, be evenly distributed. You break the terms, you're done. Correct. That is my thing. Those terms of service are very gray. They're very they're not. No, they're, they're very they're very straightforward, but they don't implement them evenly. Well, I absolutely agree with the even part, but I'm saying is that sometimes they're what I, I guess that is true. And I made my Twitter account. I, did, I just recently made them, and I did read over that one pretty detailed. And it did say what you could and couldn't say, blah blah blah. But then you see stuff on Twitter, and you're like, "How is that being yeah. posted?" There's like, people without- that posted, and okay. And this is really going to get into more of a rant. Oh boy, hang on, boys. He's a redhead. So there, there have there have been people. Okay, so like, I don't remember what her name was. Uh, had to be a lady, didn't it? It, it, it is a lady. It. She posted a picture. This was it was a while ago, but she posted a picture on Twitter of her holding a fake decapitated Donald Trump's head. Oh yeah, you, the, I know what you're talking about. The Kathy, actress, Kathy, yes. something. Yes. Um. Now that would violate the terms of service. Well, you would think it would, especially if you saw someone post, say, the same picture but replaced it with Barack Obama's head. Yeah, I'm sure there'd been enough. All hell would break loose. Well, to to be fair, you know, 
I, I agree with you absolutely on that 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 part. I'll let you finish. No, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to get to into this like back and forth and say, well, they're doing it, so it's okay for us to do it. Yeah, I'm not no, saying you can't that. have that. But you need to be you need to have integrity, and social media does not have integrity. No. They they simply cherry pick what they want, and if it breaks their terms of service, they do not care as long as it meets their criteria of whatever fits their agenda. And if it doesn't, then, well, it, it if it broke the slightest policy or it barely, it, it's kind of a gray area subject, they have no problems removing it from their platform. Uh, and it just, it's, it's really, it's really aggravating to watch that happened. Well, do you feel that that's a form of manipulating people? Because if you're yeah, going to, if, if because that's the thing, who decides that? Who's deciding? Well, well this is too you, you much. You would so argue what? that it's the owner of that of that media. However, it you do have you not only have algorithms. The algorithms, I would say, is absolutely on the owner. If your algorithm is built to remove certain things automatically, that's on the owner. He's 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 aware of that. Now, with there's human review on things, the uh, the person who's actually reviewing it could have a bias of their own, and then they could be implementing or dealing uh, punishments to people or whatever you want to call it um, on their own agenda rather than what the actual company wants. But if you have an algorithm that's specifically built of you, we'll say, let's say Alex Jones. Mm-hmm. If, if we start talking badly about Alex Jones and we say he's a bad guy, yeah. that's perfectly fine. But you start talking positively. Yeah, you can't even say, like, that's a sexy dude. <laughs> sexy you, you start man. talking positively about it. They got algorithms that's going to catch them. Yeah, it, no, it, and again, I'm sorry to bring up Joe Rogan again. Guess go listen to this podcast. Screw ours. Get over there. Listen to some quality content. Um, <laughs> I've mean, been doing this for a long time. So he he's has. A lot he's fantastic. Um but he specifically talked about that because he's actually really good friends with Alex Jones. And as crazy as Alex Jones is or as much as his life's been destroyed, you really should listen to all three episodes where he's had him on because Joe Rogan has known him for 20 plus years and can actually help calm him down a little bit. So when you listen to the guy, you're like, holy crap, we're screwed. And I'm serious. Like when he gets into that whole CIA, the upper level elite stuff, he definitely goes down some conspiracy theory stuff. But here's the thing. He factually backs all of his stuff up. Just about 95% of everything he says is factually based. And the 5% that's like, holy crap, are you coming from that with? Ends up turning out to be true. But the point being, he even said on there, he said, I can write something as long as it's negative. Joe said this. He said, if I wrote, you know, screw Alex Jones or whatever, that can be posted. But the minute I wrote, and he joked, he even said sexy. If he wrote that, he would get a con- he would get a message, a private message. So even if I tried to IM that to you and messenger on Facebook, it would stop me. You would never get it. And it would say, listen, you have violated the terms of service and only you can see this message. That is a clear infringement. That, that that is how uh, that is a scary fast slippery slope right there you can't have that you cannot i'm not listen when i want to say this and this is a hard thing to say you in no way shape or form would i ever say this personally or condone to hear it around me 
But if someone was privately messaging somebody else and they said something about how they, you know, they hate black people or they hate Mexicans or they hate white people, I don't care where the hate's directed, but if they're specifically targeting a race and saying they hate them and they're sending it to another person, just those two people messaging, that should kind of be kept between them. I'm not condoning it. Don't get me wrong. So don't take it there. But what I am saying is that is the freedom of speech between those two people. And if they're not acting on this, if, as long as they're not planning something that's bad, I don't get where it's my right to tell them you can and cannot talk about this because that is a slippery slope. I can't sit here and say I'm allowed to have my freedom of speech to talk about whatever it is, guns or whatever my belief is, and you can't sit there and talk about whatever your belief is. We can't have that, in my opinion. That's not the way the Constitution was drawn up at least my interpretation of it. And, and that is a slippery slope with these popular platforms, whether we want to realize it or not, that is taking place. And that is scary to me. That is that can We can do a whole separate episode just on that. And, that, and that also, it gets right back to the whole, you know, like you, you even said, the, the manipulation of, of people. So if you only ever see one side of the story you're right. much more likely to believe that. Side. Well, I think they've, they dr they've driven such a wedge between everybody too, because the thing is when you create these echo chambers, you're not even, I'm not getting the same information as you and you're not getting the same information as me. So when we start to have a conversation about something, we have no common ground to even try and have this educated conversation. You know what I mean? We might have bits and pieces that are close. Sure, that's, that's where you need to have dialogue. Yeah. yeah you got to have an open mind, sit down and talk about it. See if the, what, what the person's saying makes sense. And I'm sure we all do this to an extent. We all love hearing things. If we feel a certain way or believe a certain way and we hear somebody that posts something or talks to the news that supports the way I believe, yeah, man, that's right. and then we want to share it and post it. I'm not saying that you're always wrong. I'm just saying we, we as human beings tend to love hearing our way that we think supported in, uh, you know, we're, we're definitely not going to want to turn on something that strongly disagrees with your belief and then post that probably. Um, but I, I do think that I try to do a pretty fair job on listening to um, other, you know, opposite ends of my spectrum, I guess. I'm not into politics as much as you are, but I, I sit down and I watch, I try to watch all three. I'll even turn on, like, you know, the fourth one I'll watch is, like, BBC and stuff. I'll try to get, like, another world point of view on our country. I don't, I don't exclude myself from, from seeing other people's point of view, and I, I, do, I do watch um some some different individuals that are are definitely not the same uh, political views mm -hmm. as me um but if if you can if you can give me your views in a respective and a straightforward way rather than just telling me that I'm some sort of bigot for my views and yeah. and that I need to be ashamed uh, that that's where that's where you lose people. You can't you can't name call somebody something, right? And then and then expect them to listen to you, and you're going to persuade them. I think too, what's weird about this DNA, this day and age is that now that we all have a voice, it's great, we're all connected. But it's like everybody has a voice, right? You and I are sitting here talking right now, um, so we have a voice, as it were. That doesn't 100 percent mean that the way you and I think is completely right, right? Because that kind of falls in an area of the well, this is a personal truth, unless we're dealing with something that's factually based. But if it's our moral compass, that's going to fluctuate person to person. So we're never going to have this. Look how many people are on planet Earth. How in the world can we possibly even consider the idea that we're all just going to be one people? Like that's just that's, that cannot happen. But what we can do is we can function as a unit to get things done. It, it, have you ever just thought about in history if we had never let, you know, 
uh, I'm sorry, I almost had Drew blank there. If we had never let racism, separation of color, uh, dialect, and all these things get in our way, how much farther more advanced do you think the human race would be as a species? If we had not made all these just, you know, this is my group, only my group, don't talk to your group. Probably a lot. You Probably know what I mean? Lot. But one, one that's, the, that's kind of the nature of humans. We, we tend to be tribal. Yeah. And then two, um, as, as you, if, if we, what this, this whole episode's about is manipulation. And mm-hmm. I, I wholeheartedly believe that racism in this country is nowhere near as much as the media will have you think. Um, there, there, I have personally never met someone that I am like, yeah, that guy is 100% a racist. Yeah. Now I have, I, I have, I, <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely have. Okay. <laughs> but I, I have never met anybody that I was like, I am a hundred percent confident that this person is 100% a racist. Mm-hmm. I've absolutely heard people say racist comments a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, it's. I don't think it's anywhere near as prominent well, as they might have you believe. I think, it, and it's a great area for us because obviously, you know, we didn't grow up in the same era of when some of the stuff was taking place. So we only have this much time to reflect back on, right? Which is, could be a fraction, a quarter of someone else's lifetime. So we are getting hopefully a better future than what they have lived through. So I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I do think things are getting better. Some would say that racism definitely still exists. It's just more hidden. It's it's better now than what it was before. I don't entirely agree with that either. But I, I do get what you're saying. But I, I guess what I'm saying is it's when you all had these personal experiences, it's it's hard, right? Like if you've grown up a certain way and you've gone through certain things, that's made you what you are. But let's just evaluate that. Let's make sure that what you're feeling is actually true, you know, yeah, that, and that, not just take like the what was yeah. it? I it was the third or fourth law. It's taking a small fraction of people making it the total sum, you yeah. know. Uh, and, and going down to personal experience, um, and there's just a couple people if you're if you're interested, and I'm I'm not trying to say this to be like that. Say it to to justify myself or something, but there totally is a, there's a guy uh, <laughs> named Kingface, and there's also a guy named Brandon Tatum. Um, okay. Now both of them uh, are are black. Both of them grew up in bad parts of neighborhoods, and both of them were fed a bunch of BS when they were kids about how the the, the t- you know the typical like you're black, everyone's here to keep you down. And I'm not saying that doesn't exist. Yeah, because for sure, uh, it, does. It, it would be ignorant to say that it's it's never happened. You know, it doesn't happen to anybody. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think it's I don't think it's as common as 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 a lot of people would would have you believe. Now, if if you if you grow up with that mindset of like you are you are a victim, period, and everyone is there to keep you down, and you can't trust anybody, and you this is what you've been taught your entire life. Well, that then that's that's you're going to be your mindset, and you're not gonna you're not gonna think that you're actually capable of doing anything. And both of them have, are now fairly prominent figures on on platforms like YouTube. You should look them up. I, okay. I, I would I would highly suggest if, if, you, if you want someone who has a good perspective on, on that kind of culture, yeah. both of them would would be a good choice. And I- Sorry, were you finished? I didn't want to interrupt. No, there. Kingface actually. I mean, he was he was a freaking like a blood. Oh, um, really? So he was a part of a gang. He's got tattoos all over his face and everything. So he's like, seen he some was stuff. he has he has seen and done some stuff 
that most people would probably could only imagine. Wow. Um, but I mean, now he's bringing him, he's bringing himself around. He's, he's coming, you know, to a, a much more civilized, respectable life yeah. because he realized that he's been lied to his entire life and he is capable of doing those things and i would hit on that too the last thing i would say about that when we're dealing with this particular topic of racism and and culture being separated is do not forget again what i said what matters most is you and i we the people is what matters um so just remember when when you have these situations where you're told this is how it's going or you know if you if you support that person then screw you and everything you believe in again do not forget that perhaps there is a major group of people, or not even a major group, a just powerful group of people that are purposely driving that division there. They need us to be divided as possible because you know what? And I've said this to you before, and I know you've said this, you think the stats be a little bit off on this, but if I sat down a group of 160 people or 200 people of all different. Um, 160, that's kind of a. Uh, yeah, off the wall. Well, it's groups of 10. But if you're taking, you know, if you're taking, let's say, Democrat, let's just stick with the United States. So you have socialism, which kind of seems to be making a little bit of a comeback here. And you had Republicans, you had Democrats, Libertarians, and you sat them all down. You said, list 10 things that are most important to you. I'm willing to bet 80 to 85 percent of all those things on that list that are top 10 are going to be the same. Not the same order, but they're going to be things that matter to them because we're not that much different than each other. You know, we we are different, you know, in certain, you know, uh What's the word I'm looking for? Like our, our culture or maybe the, what's the word I'm looking for when you have like things you do, traditions, you know what I mean? That There are differences that way. We still have some core things that matter to you as a human being. So don't, I, I guess what I'm saying is don't think that we're as different as what's made out to us. I, I really don't think that we are that far divided. And right now, if you go on and you watch, especially say CNN or you watch Fox or you just look up kind of some of these people that are on YouTube, there would be those who are giving good information. There are those that are driving this wedge as if like the next civil war is coming. So I would, that's I would, another topic. That's another episode. That's so another topic. Um, we don't have time today. I would just like to say, please give everyone a chance. Try to hear them out. Try to have an open mind. Try to keep as silly and as corny as it sounds Try to keep love at that base a little bit. Like, just try and treat them the way. It's pretty simple. Treat another human being the way you'd want to be treated in the same respect level. Doesn't mean you have to agree with them. Doesn't mean you have to back down from what you believe. But be open to the idea that maybe your parents raised you a certain way and you're changing. And maybe that way that you were raised wasn't the right way, you know, or whatever was taught to you. So, um, I'm excited. I I'm super excited for where Bob's going. Um, I, I think we're getting a lot of feedback from this particular episode. I'm hoping. I, um, I would love to to hear what people think. Yeah, what might suggestions they have things yep. we could do. Better. And you can you can if you now want to post something right to the page, you can you can private message either myself or my brother or include us both in it, and uh, more than willing to talk about it. Excuse me, uh, whatever it is, the particular topic you want to talk about or the issue you had, or maybe you just want to say, hey, you guys are doing a great job. That's that's welcome, too. Hey, I'm okay with that. If you guys are like, eh, not bad. Not yeah, bad. I, I'm, I'm open to that, but that doesn't that doesn't open the opportunity to grow. It does so, not. It does not, um, right? What do they say? Uh, uh, if, 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 you in, if you enjoy it, that's great. Mm -hmm. And I'm not discouraging you from letting us know that. Um, but I, I definitely want to hear what we can do better, yep. make it better. And, uh, that way we can actually grow. And yeah. What do they say? Uh, comfort zones are a beautiful thing, but never going to grow in them. 
So we got to get outside of that. We got to push ourselves. Um, and we'll probably put one of these out probably here in what, another two weeks, maybe probably a week and a half, two weeks. Hopefully we'll, we'll have another episode here, episode two, and we may either vote as everybody unanimously will put up a couple options as to what you would like to hear as a topic, or we may just pick, I'm not sure yet. Um, but I'm excited. So appreciate all the love we've had so far. Once again, please do not forget to rate us um, and subscribe. Share it if you'd like. Feel free to invite those to both follow our Twitter page, our Twitter account, and our Facebook page. And, um, you know, just stay curious out there. Stay critical or critically think about things and stay open-minded. You guys have a good day. Take it easy.